I've been a fan of Breaking Bad for years. When I first got into it, the only things that were streaming on Netflix were up through season three. So I got through all of that in maybe a month. And then uh, season four had already been shown, but it wasn't on Netflix yet. So when it came out on DVD about a month after I finished season three, I begged my family to let us keep the uh, DVD mailing service for another week or so so I can get through season four. Every night when a DVD would come in, I'd watch through the three or four episodes on that one disc and then send it back and have to wait another few days to get through another few episodes. It was insane. So once I got through that and I was all caught up for the final season, seasons, I guess, the uh, split in two season five, then I, you know... I was hooked immediately. That was crazy. So finally, when I was home for winter break this year, my family bit the bullet and dove right into Breaking Bad. I showed them the pilot, and within a day, they had finished the first season. I watched all of that with them, and that was a lot of fun, going back and seeing the first season. But uh, one night, I had my friends over, and when they had all left, I went back downstairs. They had gotten halfway through season two, and it was insane. They were hooked. I had never seen them binge something this fast before. I came back up to Boston the next day, and I had a friend up here that was watching Breaking Bad, so every so often she'd come over to my apartment and we'd watch an episode. So going back into Breaking Bad on Netflix, I could see where they were a little bit and see what was recently watched. And I thought they were about halfway through season three after a week. I called them and asked them where Breaking Bad was and uh, how they liked it, and they said, oh, we finished. They had gotten through all the seasons in a week maybe they had gotten up through season five or at least if you want to be technical the first half of the final season the first eight episodes they were on netflix at the time and at that point the final season the last eight episodes hadn't been uploaded to netflix so they decided to wait for me to come back home for spring break to finish and uh, a few weeks ago when spring break finally happened we watched the final season of breaking bad in a single day So up to that point, I had binged all of Breaking Bad. I was on board with the show for the first half of the fifth season when it aired, so I had to wait a week between episodes. But before the final half of the uh, season aired, I binged all of that in preparation for that premiere. So the only thing I hadn't sat down and watched straight through was the last half of the fifth season, the final eight episodes, the crazy plotting and all of the insane stuff that happens. I had not seen that all the way through until spring break when I watched it with my family. Now, compared to the second half of the fifth season, the first half is very benign. There's not too much that happens. There's the ramp up to Walt's, you know, solo empire or whatever. And compared to that, the second half of the fifth season is, you know... NASCAR. It moves so fast. The craziest stuff happens multiple times each episode, and you have no idea what's going to happen, where things are going to go. My dad is notorious for getting the plotting of uh, different TV shows, and Breaking Bad's last half of the fifth season was the first thing I've ever seen that stumped him. That was a pretty amazing sight to have him not know where the show was going to go. But late last year, when it was airing on AMC with a week between each episode, I've never seen a fandom go so insane. I guess maybe the BBC shows on Tumblr are more insane, but in a much less productive way. I've seen Breaking Bad fans, you know, and their analyses, analyses, I don't know how you say that. Uh, They analyzed each episode. They predicted what's going to happen. They tried piecing together all these clues, and it was incredible to watch. I was a part of it. I tried to, you know, come up with my own theories, and none of them really panned out. I uh, 
have never been a part of something like that before. So being a part of that and watching the show, waiting a week between each episode was hell. And uh, watching it all at once was even more so hell. It was the most intense watching experience I've ever had. I can't believe that they paced the show in such a way that it was so agonizing to watch in both binge form and, you know, regular episodic form where you wait a week between each episode. And it blew my mind that the show worked so well like this. I feel like that's all I can say about this second half of the fifth season of Breaking Bad without getting into spoilers. So I'm going to. Uh, please do not listen anymore beyond the theme until uh, you have seen all of Breaking Bad. Please. I would hate to be the person to spoil the show for you. The cliffhanger that the first half leaves on is insane. I can't believe I had to wait a year between that moment and when everything goes south for the entire show. And we ended up watching that last episode again before the, uh, before we did the second half of the show. And we ended up like our minds were blown. My mind was blown. I can't believe a year passed between those two, you know, shoots and those two episodes. And I can't believe how fast things moved from there. In that same episode, Walt confronts Hank about it, and it's so incredible because that's where everything starts to ramp up, and then it keeps going and going and going until we get into Tohajale, and there's that one big shootout, and nothing goes right for anybody, and it's incredible the way that Walt and his uh, like two halves, the family half and the drug lord half, collide in that one moment— when Jack and the Nazis get there and they all start shooting everybody, that was heartbreaking. The way I see it, the drug lord side of him, as personified by the Nazis, kind of comes in and destroys the family side of himself, right in the spot where he decided to first cook. It's incredible, and it's right on top of all the money, and oh my god, I can't believe that the show got away with all of this. Like, they made some of these decisions that would probably enrage any other fandom, like... The fact that all the things in the episode to Hajale goes down in the first place where they cooked, where all the money is, I feel like any other fandom would write that off as too clever, but the show got away with it because it's so emotional, and it would totally make sense for this to happen to these characters. Everything else that's really tra tra tragic has happened to these characters, like in season two, the whole plane thing. You know, they strung you along for the whole season with the bear, and you wonder why that's going to happen, but then they kind of cop out a little bit with the plane. I haven't seen anyone upset about that. It's a little bit of a cop-out, I'll admit, but I think it's great, and I feel like most of the stuff in the episode to Hajale, where all the shooting happens, that could be written off as clever and not necessarily a cop-out, but just kind of too perfect, you know? And the way that these characters have operated, it makes sense that this kind of thing would happen to them. And it makes sense that the show would end with the song Baby Blue. That song, I can't listen to it anymore without thinking about the show. The lyrics are too perfect for that one scenario of him walking in, seeing the meth lab for the first time in forever. And then the song kicks in with, uh, I guess I kept you waiting too long, my love. My Baby Blue. You know, I barely scratched the surface of what I wanted to talk about, but eight minutes flies by really quickly. I'll be back another day with more analysis on this final season of Breaking Bad. <laughs>